0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Let me ask you guys this though, real quick. So in yesterday's game, two guys did stand out despite playing against the Bengals starters. I thought Alex Wright played a very good game. De'Anthony Bell, three guys actually, De'Anthony Bell and David Bell, the Bell brothers.
0: All right, I got a beef with two things <laughs> you said. First of all, despite it's playing the Bengals, that doesn't make any sense.
1: I said the Bengals starters.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, the second part so is David Bell it. didn't stand out. He the game was over. It was thirty-one nothing by the time he scored. He those got two touchdowns. touchdowns. Still it pout. was thirty-one nothing in garbage time. Agreed. I don't think the Bengals starters were even playing at that point. They didn't throw it to other receivers during those. Well, the Browns drives. starters weren't playing at any point. No, but he said it was against their starters. I
2: think by that point they weren't even. playing I don't know. Their Did starters. the Bengals ever pull their starters? Well, Browning
0: got pulled. I know he yeah. didn't
1: play. Browning, I, I don't know if David Bell in particular he, was against the, the starters. That's not a breakout game. Alex you have
0: Wright, two garbage time. If he caught
3: two touchdowns in a preseason game, we'd be talking about it. I wouldn't. That w- w- yes, we would. We'd have no choice. I wasn't talking about it, but we wouldn't say it had any meaning.
2: We would give it context. Yeah, yeah. And it deserves context. Yeah. It was. It was in garbage time, and that's a thing. We but know still, that's a thing. But it still happened. But it still happened. So yeah, wait no, it however taking, you will I'm in your that. own mind. Yeah. I don't give it a ton of credence, but it did happen. I can't pretend like it didn't
0: happen. Right, you can't call it a breakout game, in my opinion.
1: No, I do a David Bell standards, game. that is a breakout game. He
4: had one touchdown his whole life. He had two in one game.
1: Fact. Thank breakout.
4: you. Breakouts. there's people
1: were there. I'm
4: going to tell you why that's important. You expecting two against Houston? No. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. I, I, listen. Breakout, breakout. It's two against Houston, breakout. the Browns there are there winning.
2: Is, big. There's, there's a part of breakout that tends to make you believe that that's a trend, and now it's right. going to continue. Yes. Breakout for me. That, that was not a breakout game. Breakout no.
4: for me means confidence. Breakout for me means Confidence in 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 the coaching staff seeing okay this is a game setting I saw them throw the ball to you you were able to get open you were able to catch the rock now maybe in one of our packages instead of saying I'm gonna put Goodwin in or I'm gonna put uh, 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 Cedric Tillman in hey let's see what David Bell can do and see if he can catch the football because for me I'm gonna just tell you right now all the stats that we, we you know we have I don't care nothing about them no more I don't care who votes for three hundred. I don't care if you catch four balls or two. I only care about whether or not you get a dub or not or whether you are catching the ball when somebody throws it to you. And in the playoffs, we cannot have – no like, you got to catch the ball. You got to do your job. And and maybe this means that he's ready to be put in in a situation where in a tough spot, he makes a catch. I do feel a little better about him today than I did yesterday. Especially
1: with Cedric Tillman being in Custer's protocol. Yeah, yeah. Play, which means no, David listen. Bell very well could be all wide hands on three. Well,
3: You don't ever have to worry about David Bell being well, like working himself open. He's always open. He's yeah. Isaac Okoro. The other team doesn't give a <laughs> crap about David Bell. It <laughs> will let him stand ah, in the you, corner all, you, all day long.
0: Playoff scheming <laughs> by Jason. I have, I don't feel, I, <laughs> David
2: Bell will be open
3: hey, against
0: that. team go.
2: He's uh, not a threat.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll oh, say like I feel that. 0.1% better about David Bell. Okay. Wow. So his, Point it, one. You're,
2: it barely moved for you. Barely
0: moved. Whoa. Uh,
3: yeah.
2: Hey, how many catches <laughs> yeah, did DPJ yep. have after he became a Lions? I Zero. Any, I, I will look it up. N- I haven't seen his name. I have not three. heard
3: his name mentioned. And,
2: and it hit me yesterday when I was watching the game, yeah. and I, I meant to look it up. I don't think he's done Bro, anything.
4: No. Bro, the, the coolest thing I've seen him. He get, has
1: five catches in eight games.
4: Man, he, he, had, he had this Better Beverly Hills top Bell. Letterman on. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that was fire. But other than that, the, this yeah. DPJ. Now, here's the crazy part about it. Would I take him back? Sure. I mean. Look, no. Wow, I would want him anywhere near Berea. Uh, wh- listen, you wouldn't rather have him than David Bell right now? No. The
2: Browns made the decision that he wasn't worth I keeping. Mean, I mean, never, he
0: never really he, dropped the ball. He's proven a lot more than David Bell has. He has. He never
2: but really yeah, dropped. But I, now, yeah. this year, he just looked like a total, totally different guy. Yeah, I hear you. I, listen, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, the yeah, difference yeah.
0: between David Bell and DPJ <laughs> is going to mean nope. anything. No. Nope. I would still like them to bring in another veteran at the position. I know it's. After the season, well, we've seen this before. Didn't the Rams bring in uh, Eric Weddle in, in the year they, they went to the Super Bowl? Am I making I that they up?
2: Did. No, I think they did. Is I do believe possible? that's correct. And there's some other instances of guys joining the roster yeah. after the season. What the hell? Give it a shot. I- I'd throw in Jarvis Landry right now. I, I mean, would take
0: Jarvis. He's my fourth best. I'd like, you know, it was good that Elijah Moore played yesterday because yeah. I didn't play much, but... At least he's ready to go for the playoffs. Jay, do you
2: have any intel on, on Jarvis? Does he
3: want to play? Yeah, he just worked out. Who was it? He just Colts. worked out for a team the for the Colts. Oh, yeah, Colts. that's right. That's and right, the fact that, that they didn't sign him, is that's probably a bad sign. That they worked him out and chose to pass on him. That means yeah. there's probably not a whole lot left.
4: You there. know, it's crazy. Jarvis did run a 4-7 at his best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, no. like, speed ain't his team. Like, speed ain't his thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you're
0: at, oh. There's no way anybody can... Couldn't convince me that if he if you had him out there for five ten plays that he could do do as much well, as, the, more than David Bell. You know?
2: We don't we haven't seen him though. Like I, I, my thing yeah. is it's easy for these guys can fall out of shape. We've seen them report to camp fifteen pounds overweight. Bernie just not said to us last him.
0: week that he's been in touch with Jarvis or something. I don't remember exactly what he said, but that Jarvis is in good shape. That's what Bernie said. I don't. If know If he's you know, in good shape,
2: I I agree with you. Yeah.
0: Or even if it's not him, just bringing another veteran to have on the roster. Do, do, do y'all think they got enough weaponry? I do. I mean, Probably. in the end, I don't. Th- again, I don't think Jarvis is going to be the difference. But why not bolster up the fourth wide receiver? It, Hell, you
2: add another layer to this yeah. comeback story why if you do. Why not? You've yeah. already got Joe Flacco who was on the heap for 12 weeks. Why not go to somebody who's been on the heap for 17 yeah, yeah, weeks? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the broadcasters wouldn't know what to do with themselves during the game.
4: Yeah, I thought I never would say this, but they better hope Elijah Moore come back. <laughs> Well, he
3: is. I mean,
1: he was active yesterday. He was yesterday. active yesterday. <coughs> yeah, oh, like, yeah. Did he actually
3: run any plays? I don't. I yes. didn't see a snap count. He, he, was, did, like, he was out for the first play of the game. He ran oh, a okay. game. He got an extra and, special like you know. But that's but uh,
0: obviously Cedric Tillman's
2: concussion protocol, and Pierre Strong got hurt yesterday.
3: Strong now, as I, a I'll
2: say to your original question, David Bell. You know, I I feel marginally better about him today than I did yesterday. Alex Wright, though. Alex Wright story. to me is is the guy, and it, it wasn't just yesterday. It's the yeah. last quarter of the season. Well, he's looked like sometimes, and gee, I think you can talk to this best. Sometimes there's a learning curve at every position, mm-hmm. and sometimes <clears throat> when the light goes off. It goes off, and it and and you just kind of have it. Man. Have we seen that happening with Alex yeah, right man, now where I, he just gets it now? Yeah,
4: like there was a play. I'm, I'm trying to think. It was against the, the Bears. They were running this jet motion. And uh, the Browns have got killed on jet motion. Oh, yeah. Whether whether it's from the Steelers game, you can go back and look look at it. They, they've been destroyed by that play. And the Bears ran that jet motion play. And it's like third, I think it was like third and two or third and three. And he steps up and he makes this play in the backfield. Now, if you go back and look. Even Miles Garrett was, he's traditionally come, try to come underneath the block, and the the guy runs right around him. Alex Wright makes that play in the backfield. Hmm. And when you're a defensive end, you're, you're, you're playing in space. They're playing out way wider than they used to be. So, it was confined to Joe Woods. Usually, he's in a five technique. Now, you can see the defensive ends in seven techniques, even nine techniques, way out. So, you got more to look at. Playing the space is a little different. You got to be able to feel stuff coming behind you. What blocks are they trying to do? And I think Alex Wright, when you showed in the game, the ability. I thought he had a couple of sacks. Like they only give him credit for one, but I thought he did a really tremendous job of, of going out there and I could say it's the JVs. When you playing with the JVs, (laughs) you know, you might get messed up a little bit and touched up, but at least Alex Wright was out there playing and he was like, no, uh, I'm a contributor. I, I rotate in. I got to do something, and wow. I thought it was kind of kind of cool for Miles Garrett to yeah. say, "Hey, look, bro, we are watching you. We expect you to be doing something." So I think Alex Wright is going to be um, with, with Oboe Ronco is, as far as one of the guys that come with them two waves, and um, I think they're going to win and go as far as how well they play up front.
0: I think that's the difference between between Alex Wright and even DeAnthony Bell versus David Bell. It's DeAnthony Bell, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why it sounded wrong to me. Is those two guys, I think, have played well for the last month. Yeah. Yeah, we've With seen David it Bell, them. it was just yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Those other two guys have contributed. You know, like, they're not... Bell did have a big catch earlier this year. Touchdown catch. Yeah, yeah. right. Why open, not Jacksonville, yep. yeah. but I'll well, say they were not covered. I think, I think Bell, I think De'Anthony <laughs> Bell and Alex Wright have been legit contributors for a month now. Yeah, I yeah, agree yeah with that. because yeah. The, the Brown second or the Brown safeties have been, you know, on their secondary as a whole has
4: been a little banged up. That interception yesterday was big time. It was, it was, yeah, it was it balance, it
2: was. concentration.
4: That was a tough little bit. Yeah. So look to, to me, you actually, we, we should have brought this up earlier. We was kind of touching on the subject, but it all depends on what, what level did the Browns' secondary and the Browns' uh, up front are going to do. If they both take it to the next level, I've seen teams like the Seattle Seahawks and the Legion of Boom, the no-fly zone with Denver. I've seen teams like that. Just, you can't throw the ball. You, yeah. It's just it, And Houston's <laughs> run game was not good against the Colts. It struggled. No. no Singletary
0: overall's overall has played well for them. He I has, but so. he didn't but look good. He's not and a great so, back. To
2: G's point, if yeah. you can get pass rush and the guys are locking down for three, four seconds... They better be able to come with that run wave because if they can't, it's going to yeah. be a long day for them. Yeah. But to your point too about Alex Wright, and that's why I brought up sometimes a light goes off. You mentioned the play for the Bears. That's the one that jumps out to me too. First of all, cognitively, he sniffed that out. Yeah, he saw He saw, saw it coming. And then he shot the gap and made the play. And that to me said the, the mental and the physical are married up now. And that's sometimes when you see a player skyrocket to their potential. And I think he's seeing things develop. I think he's putting himself in the right place at the right time. Very excited about what he's done. Yeah. And I think he can continue this.
0: Well, we saw Jordan Elliott develop earlier this year, right? He hadn't done anything before this year. Right. So right now, like the Browns have some pretty legitimate depth on the defensive line. They're very healthy now with Ogbo coming back. Um you know, obviously they lost uh, Hurst early in the season, but besides him, they've got everybody ready to go. You got guys come. Two things I wanted to, to note in terms of injuries, guys, that one, we haven't talked since Anthony Walker was placed on IR. Right. He's probably done for the year. Technically, he could come back for the Super Bowl, but I'm guessing if they thought he could, he probably wouldn't have gone on IR, but I guess, I guess you never know. And the one, uh, the one thing about, like, they got Ogbo back, they got Elijah Moore back, those are big. And they got uh, Bohorquez back. Yeah. And, and by the way, he got had a great, couple of great He had a nice awesome spin on that win. one, Jason. Twice we did for that. Did. He did it. Yeah. He did a great job with the yep. spin. The one guy that's not back yet that his team really needs, Dustin Hopkins. I, I don't know if anybody's heard anything, but they need
3: him big time. I haven't week. heard, but I assume that he's going to be ready. No, I would not assume. That. Not What?
1: Assume that. No, oh,
3: really? No, fine, not, this, not for this week. Who
1: kicked the field goals yesterday? Was it Patterson? Oh.
3: It was yeah, he's the only yeah. kicker on the roster. Yeah. De- Delpit is eligible to return from IR now. It, right, but I don't know that Have you heard anything on him? No, I don't. Zach said uh, – I'm it was way
0: soccer. more – they need Hopkins a lot more than Delpit, I
2: think.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: look, we'll, playoff games, kickers we'll are huge. We'll touch on that in a sec because we're going to hear from Stefanski in about an hour, so hopefully we'll have some injury updates. So tomorrow we may talk about which guys the Browns need back the most. But I did want to say one thing on Alex Wright, then we can move on. But he has four sacks in four games now. Yeah. And he has filled in, not just filled the shoes of Agbo, but he's played as well as Ogbo's kind of played all season. Right. And you look at those two in particular, the way Ogbo got to the Browns, his early career trajectory with the Rams and the Houston Texans, really good analytics guy, not huge sack numbers, but he always he never played enough snaps to put up a double-digit sack season. Alex Wright is in like almost the exact same path as Ogbo, and the fact that they have him under contract for another two years on top of Ogbo and Miles and the rest of the pass rushers on this unit – I think he's going to continue to develop into a guy that, for the next two, three, four seasons in Cleveland, we'll be talking about Alex Wright as a pivotal contributor to getting to the opposing quarterback. I think that I think he's really yeah. special. He's
4: played that way for the last month. You're gonna see, you're gonna see if you put those sack numbers back up um, with the, all four of those guys. Um, I mentioned this yesterday, Eugene. Yeah, the, the end all- of
1: season numbers look wonky, but they've been so effective getting to the quarterback despite only one guy having more than six eggs. All four of those guys right here,
4: uh, Garrett, Zadaria Smith, Alex Wright, watching the playoffs, you're going to see a boatload of of, of pass rush opportunities with all four of those guys in the game. Matter of fact, all all five of these guys will be uh, in in the nickel package, and then J.O.K., There's some things that I believe that they're going to do with him as one of the linebackers on the field. He's the guy that blitzed their five-man rushes. So these guys right here, if you look at that, look at the opportunity to to have Zadarius Smith, who's really good inside as a three technique during these pass rush opportunities, I think Alex Wright will be inside. And I think what you'll start to see again, there's some things that Jim Short saved um, with Miles Garrett. I think he saved a little bit of it. Like the like the basketball plays, I thought it, I thought it got too hot. <laughs> like people started being like, "Oh my gosh, what is Miles Garrett doing? It's way too <laughs> early for that." He's like, "Shut that down, shut that." Like we're giving away way too much stuff. I, I think you're gonna see all five of those guys. And by the way, Taki Taki, who would have thought that he was gonna be a really pivotal? I, I, he's a pivotal piece of what they're doing. He is. He's the Mike linebacker, and yeah, I yeah, I, I think he's played better. In that nickel package, more than Al, 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 Anthony um, Walker.
3: Yeah. Well, Taki will be the starting middle linebacker next year, I would think. Like they'll move on from. Locke I think Walker now. and Zedarius
0: will be gone next year, probably.
3: And if if Zedarius goes right there, you talk about Alex Wright and the progression yeah. that he's made, and that's how healthy organizations do it. Yep. You draft a guy, you develop him, and then when he's ready to go, you, you, you let man. the veteran go. You let the veteran go, and yeah. the young guy steps in. Yeah. How do we,
2: what what do we think about Hitman yesterday? Because he was a guy who had impressed us in his time coming into yesterday or uh, into the Bengals game I don't he didn't do anything to change my opinion of him. No. There were
4: a couple of times though where I wondered where he was. He took a he took a he took a little a, a funny little angle. He took some some he took some weird angles to the football a little bit in pursuit. Um there was a couple of times he got, they got beat Mitchell got beat during in the scene. I think uh I I don't look too much into it cuz Hickman is a guy when I've seen him play with other other starters and ones he's he's shown up and he like he, he he's not out of yeah. place.
0: I said this yesterday. The uh, the uh, for the two teams I care about, I said I wish the Bengals could teach the Browns how to develop wide receivers, and the Browns to teach, teach the, the Bengals, Bengals how to develop, how to develop, develop. offensive linemen, because yeah. oh. that's the one flaw with both of those teams on offense.
4: And have we talked about what, what's his name? I I don't know, forgot his name. Um, Juan Thorn. What, what's Juan up with him? Thornhill. Yeah,
5: Thornhill?
4: But is he, what, is he hurt? Is what, what he good? I don't know what his status he is. He had
1: a calf. He said, didn't he re-aggravate, Jason? You can, yeah. But he re-aggravated the calf injury in practice.
3: Yeah, re-aggravated the calf. I think I think he'll be okay, I think. But yeah. calves are weird. Yeah.
2: They are weird. They can linger. Did I read this correctly? The, the, the AFC North is the first division since yes. 1935 to have yes. all four teams finish with a winning, with a winning record. Winning record. Yes, now sir. it's easier to do it now with the odd number of games. I can't ever remember by the way a time when the NFL played an odd number of games and I know this is just a placeholder to get us to 18 yeah. Yeah. but it's easier to do that obviously because in yeah. the old way you basically had to beat nine and seven you had right. to beat two games over right
0: and there was a time obviously a lot of time where there were more than four teams in a division.
2: Yeah, but for the most part, it's always been four team divisions. There were five. There were a couple teams that had a division. <coughs> the that had AFC five. Central had, had five. For right? a piece, for right. a minute. The old AFC Central yeah. had four. D- well, D- right, were
3: Oilers, Browns, Steelers, and Bengals. I think. Yeah, but, but there, was a, there was a time. Well, the Browns left when the Jags came in. Yeah, but there was Bronx. a time
2: when there were a couple of divisions that had five.
3: Five. It had to be
2: before. Who were the last two teams to join the league? Jacksonville and Tampa
0: in Carolina or no Jackson
2: Texans. Jacksonville and Carolina Texans. oh the Texans yeah the Texans but the yeah I don't know but I, I do know there was definitely a time for a there sure was a period time, of time where there was when s- there was some five team divisions there was a
0: the bre- there was it's not a lot of years but there were the, there was actually it was from well there used
2: to just be an east and a west from
0: ninety five in nineteen ninety five there were five teams and and then ninety nine to two thousand one there were
2: six. It was a division of six. Who was it? Yeah, that division? was it. Was weird the way they had it. Then they realigned it to the current.
3: From so ninety five would have been Jacksonville's first year in the yeah. Browns last year. Yeah, and then the Browns left. And
2: they, did they put Jacksonville in? I think
1: Jacksonville in was in central. with the Browns.
2: Yeah, yeah, was yeah. The yeah,
1: and then the Browns left. Either way, AFC North on top. Hell of an accomplishment. Real quick, real quick, yeah.
2: I mean, 35, 1935. Yeah.
0: In, in nine, from 99 to 01, there were three divisions in each conference, even though there were 16 teams. And the AFC Central had six teams. It was the Browns, the Bengals, the Steelers, the Ravens, the Titans, and the Jaguars. I don't remember three
4: that years. at all. Yeah, it yep. was very brief. I remember that. Just for, it was,
1: that. Just for a handful of years. Wow. Jason, before we go around the rest of the NFL, <clears throat> anything from your conversation with some players after the game yesterday we haven't touched on yet that you think is worth –
3: um, real Betonio told me this is the best he's felt since week one wow okay. getting a okay. week off with good. his back considering which is really his back good. was just yeah. a couple weeks ago yeah that's big news. I just caught him real quick as he was leaving <laughs> and said how you feel he's like I'm, I'm great like that's <laughs> such an important week off to get these guys off their feet. Not only do they not play in the game, they're not really practicing. Right. They're pretty much off their feet the entire week. So it's an extra bye week put in. Yep. So it absolutely was the right decision to set all of these guys. Yeah. I know the rhythm and momentum thing, but this far outweighs that when you have guys in his position say, this is the best i felt since week one.
0: Amari Cooper also? Anything on <clears throat> Cooper?
3: I did not see him after the game. The, I didn't see but he him. But
0: he hasn't played for three weeks. Right, so he should
3: be pretty good.
4: Anything with Miles Garrett?
3: Um, No, I saw him briefly in the locker room, but I didn't get a chance to go over there and talk to him. A lot of those guys, because they didn't play, they were dressing out of there pretty quick.
2: Did Garrett and Flacco at one point during the game yesterday actually fall asleep? There were a couple of cutaways on
4: the sidelines where I'm like, bro is fat. He is sleeping. Hey, dude. Shout out to him. <laughs>
1: Someone said Joe Flacco has five kids, so anytime he's not playing in a way five kids, he's got to catch up on all the sleep. That's right? a good point. He's
4: like them new cars that just stall out like, at the light when you be like, and I'm like,
5: did why anybody, is my car off? Did anybody That's see Flacco during the game?
0: Did anybody see there was a moment where they had the camera on Flacco? And you, DTR was sitting on the bench behind him. And I, it was 31 nothing, I think, at the time. And DTR goes, like, <laughs> wow, right. this game's a disaster. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I, I was like, that's got to be a meme. Because he, he had the funniest look on his face. Yeah. Yeah. Did anybody
1: else see that? I didn't I, see no, it. I, I saw it. your tweet about it. I didn't actually Yeah. It. Well, I, I, I turned the calves on. Okay. I, I well, thought that was funny. When we
4: was in that chat, boy, I said, oh, this is, we all knew it. Like, it wasn't no, like. There wasn't no wacko for Flacco. Yeah. There wasn't no Kool-Aid, nothing. We were like, bro, I'm about to go outside and do some chores or something. This is. Yeah. Jay actually was like, yeah, I'm going to mount a TV. Yeah. Jim Schwartz, <laughs> I laughed. Jim Schwartz being the DC didn't matter yesterday. Yeah.
2: No, no. We talked no. about are they going to be, you know, what would they be with all backups? Yeah. We saw it. It, it was wasn't pretty. Game, it's only one game, it, but, but yeah. it wasn't pretty. No. I think at one point there, I, I felt like the Bengals could pick their number. I mean, if they if they wanted to just floor, you know, pedal to the metal, yeah. they could have just kept I doing mean, it. The Bengals have overall been a pretty bad running team, and they're just doing whatever they wanted in
0: the. Joe Mixon was yeah. out
4: there on the mission. He was running for dollars. I don't know. Yeah. I don't incentives.
2: know. I don't know what his contract looked like. Did you guys see the Jadavian Clowney celebration when he got to his incentive sack? And Chris Jones. The the seven, same thing. Chris Jones, too. Yeah. The $750,000 sack, the yeah. million dollar, uh, someone scored a million dollar touchdown yesterday.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Dalton, Dalton Schultz of the Texans missed, I think, a million dollar bonus by one reception.
2: Oh,
3: oh. God. Hey, that's listen. Killer.
4: Hey, listen. That's, that's when you really do got to go to your quarterback and be like, yeah. look. You need to check this down in the worst way. <laughs> oh, I, I got, need one. <laughs> I, got, I got you for 200
1: uh, Listen. G, our guy Darren Smith on. asked. Our guy Darren <laughs> Smith, who comes on the show, asked Chris Jones about the sack. And if everyone knew about it, he was like, uh, yeah. Oh, I hell yeah, them All know. Rolexes, like, we all were on the same page. Yeah, I, I had know. to get my sack. Speaking
4: yeah. of Darren Smith, who will be on the barbershop today. P- p- Which, G,
1: let's do a quick little barbershop. Today, 3 to 4 o'clock, <laughs> G. Bush is back. The yep, barbershop's yep. back in full force, <clears throat> G. Uh, all Browns, I'm assuming it's playoff mode. You got Darren coming on talk a little playoff matchups. Man, matchups. We we
4: previewing. Um, we'll, we'll get and then uh, Tyvis don't even know it, but Tyvis gonna be on Thursday. He don't don't even know yet (laughs) So the barbershop's back
1: in full force
5: force.
1: (laughs) Guys, we got 10 minutes before we want to talk a little Cavs But let's look at the other playoff matchups around the NFL Baker and the Buccaneers made it Much to Bull's dismay Mm. The Steelers somehow crept their way in Despite a three-headed quarterback monster of trash, trash, and more trash Uh, What are you guys' overall thoughts on how the matchups have played out and uh, what we're going to see next weekend in the playoffs.
0: I, I, let me start with a couple of mea culpas. Listen, I'm busting Baker's balls. I like busting Jay's balls about it. The reality is Baker had a pretty solid season. I don't think the Buccaneers are, are very good, but the I don't think the Eagles are very good either. So I I think the Eagles are going to win, but I don't feel confident. And I, Bet the house on the Bucs,
2: Philly. Uh, yeah, you think so? Bet the house on Philly. They're like, going to They're going to come to play. In if this just one? for one week, they're going to yeah. fix this.
0: I, I, I. Listen, Baker did a decent job this year. I, I, I For the record, sometimes I get fired up. I'm like, he sucks. he sucks. Listen, I always thought he was okay, serviceable, not good enough. And I still don't trust him in a big spot. And he didn't play particularly well in these last two games. But uh, he, had a, he had a good, solid season overall. I still think Matt Stafford should be the comeback player of the year. But I would still vote Baker second. Are they
4: signing him long term?
2: I'm told there yeah,
4: that there's mutual
2: interest. If I
4: were there, he one, wants I to
2: stay there and they now, it, it could change. Yeah. But I've got a couple of friends I, that cover I, the bucket. I, I was bring it back for yes. another year. So
4: does he get to thirty that he should have took? No, no. No. that ship so sailed. The ship on the
2: thirty is gone. Well, because he's no. too far removed from that number one overall pick. Yeah. He and is. we've seen we've seen what he can be. That the, the most frustrating thing to me about Baker is and this season, don't laugh when I say this, and I know you will. He's a poor man's Josh Allen this year. And here's what I mean by that. He can look frustratingly good. He had a four-touchdown, no-pick, 350-yard game this year. He can also look frustratingly bad. And the reason I say he's a poor man's Josh Allen, even though this year he finished with more touchdowns and fewer picks than Allen. More passing touchdowns. Passing touchdowns. He can also do Josh Allen things. Yeah. And the problem with Baker, why you can't say he's in Josh Allen's category, is because his ceiling isn't as high as Josh's is. So he's just this frustrating guy who I don't think is ever going to get to a Super Bowl. Can he? Can he take a team to a playoffs in an, in a weak division? I think he can. He just did. And yeah, and he did it here in a pretty damn good division. So, but the problem with Baker is. He's got to elevate his floor before he ever starts thinking about that kind of bag again. That's crazy. By because, the way, because
4: 50, million is, 50 million is the going rate for like a lead. Yeah. But he, 20 well, million. No,
2: 50 million is for like the top three guys. By the way, for the right? record, Josh
0: Allen ended up with more passing touchdowns than Bakery. It, probably because he, he,
2: he, yeah, he had a nice game yesterday, but he also threw a couple more picks. Baker didn't have any picks Sunday.
3: I had former NFL – when he was here, former NFL quarterback saying, Baker thinks he's in that Josh Allen That's Patrick the Mahomes class. Yeah, that is the problem. And he's not. That's and why he didn't sign the deal the first time. And I just wonder if the – the I mean, he had to be humbled and humiliated the last couple of years with how things went. And I wonder if if anyone got through to him to make him realize to not try and be those guys anymore. If he would just play within himself, he could be a fine NFL quarterback, have a long career, make a lot of money in this league – He'll never be elite. Yep. But he could have a very nice career for himself. I agree. So yep. and it's really up to him. It's up to uh, him. If I were him,
0: if I'm still confident in myself, i you know, he's got to put back to back good years together. He's never done that. And Just it, take a one year deal. I'd take a one year deal because if he plays this year, With, or in, next year in Tampa. Yeah, I'd take a one-year deal with yeah, Tampa. I, I think
2: the risk in doing that, Bull, if he yeah. leaves and yeah. goes anywhere else and, and does it's a short-term deal, Yeah, he, he had the off. year in Tampa that he had because he's got some damn good receivers. Yeah, team. Yeah, too. And, and, his, and, no, you know, I'd pieces. stay in Tampa. they I'm, got yeah. some
3: pieces. They've got yeah. them. They, he's not going anywhere. He'll be back in Tampa. Yeah, I
2: think they're going to – you know, the, the folks that I talk to that cover the team on a yeah. daily basis and some from a national that are in and out all say – and this is interesting, and I wonder if you've heard the same thing. On the maturity thing – the, not the daily reporters that cover him on a day-to-day basis because they didn't know what he was right, before. So right. I, I wouldn't bother asking them. But there's a handful of national people that I know knew Baker well before, yeah. and I know they know him well now. And I asked, is there a difference? And all of them agree there is very much a difference in the off-field Baker. Well, there needed I, we'll to be. We'll
3: see. There needed to be. Yeah, there
2: so had to be. Hope, in terms and, of the for other, his sake, I hope that's true.
0: Yeah, in terms of the other playoff stuff, I mean, what a gag job by Jacksonville down the stretch. Mm. <sighs> To not make the playoffs,
2: Philadelphia
0: just
4: bottom out where they did. Shout out to my man Quincy. I'm gonna take your take on this one. I saw your little blog the other day. Quincy said this, and I is it time to reevaluate this 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 uh, Trevor Lawrence? I, I mean, because we put Trevor Lawrence, we put a lot of real, a lot of medals around his neck. We talked about him. We we talk kind of talk about him like he's in that that next. I
0: don't think we talk about him in that class. I think he has been overrated. I think that's fair, and he's got
2: one more year to to do, you know, to do it. He reminds me of Baker. He reminds me of Baker. He can be really, really good and carry yeah. a team, and we saw it in games this year. He can also be really, really we bad. We see him throw a we may have uh, prematurely anointed him last year with what he did late yeah, in the season. Yeah, I got I to see more. I think he's I, I want to see
0: more of it, too. I do think he's better than Baker, but not much there's, right now. It,
3: there's all these teams that arrive early, and it's so hard for them to duplicate it. I touched on it this morning when I wrote. Like, the Browns were that team in 2020. They, they got were. there early. No one expected them to be there, and then they couldn't follow it up. Baker got hurt in 21, whatever. They couldn't follow it up. Last year, it was Jacksonville. Jacksonville last year was the Browns of 2020. You're right. So, and they couldn't follow it up this year. This year, it's Houston. So we'll see what Houston does. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't
0: surprise me if C.J. Stroud took a step back next. Not at all. It wouldn't shock me. Again,
2: we don't know because we haven't seen the floor for C.J. Stroud, but I think just if you're comparing the three quarterbacks, I think C.J. Stroud, I feel very comfortable in saying he's here. Sure, because we haven't seen any downside, but we'll see, you know, any. follow it up with another good well, year next to me he's the though, first too.
0: in the all the Ohio State quarterbacks to ever yeah. be this guy in the
5: NFL yeah. but, but
0: even I and I, I don't think I'm prone to being emotional I said you know I just put out somebody put out a list of how many guys you would take over CJ Stroud and I actually and I think I probably went too far but some people said I he they take him over any quarterback outside of Mahomes I actually said I'd take him fifth
2: if I was starting a team and what other rookie quarterback I, I maybe had, you have to go back to Dan Marino before
1: I had you yeah. I had Probably Mahomes, Andrew Allen,
0: Burrow, who? and uh, Lamar. What
4: were you going to say, Mike? What were you going to say about Trevor Lawrence? I was going to say, Lawrence, Lawrence? Oh, you, you, you you saying,
1: Lawrence threw uh, he had a dime to Calvin Ridley, who if he caught <laughs> yeah. that yes, he whole did. thing changes. So the whole thing's not on him, but I do think but he, he some... was anointed a king too early. Yeah, yeah, no, point, d- no doubt. It's not time yet. And I was saying Andrew Luck might have been the, the last rookie quarterback who – Oh, Andrew Luck, yeah. Oh. could have been in that conversation after his sole rookie. They season.
3: had a third and goal from the one. And I, I was actually thinking about you. I'm like, man, if this is the Browns. Garrett would be screaming to fire everybody. <laughs> Third and goal from the one. They roll Lawrence out. Throws a duck through the back of the end zone. Fourth and goal from the one. A full yard to go. He tried to reach it over the pile was yeah. and was short. It was just too far to reach. It, well, it was about, short.
0: You, you want to, Garrett really going bananas. Uh, the Colts pulling Jonathan Taylor off the field. Oh, forth, you know? oh, oh, <laughs> bro. And by the way. He and then
4: threw it to the dude. Yeah, I know. And by,
0: and by <laughs> I the, know. the way, I know the ball hit him in the hands, but that was a bad throw by me. It, it, it was catchable. It was a bad it, throw, it but catchable. it was catchable.
2: It was catchable, but. And it's technically the definition of a dropped pass.
0: That boy. Oh, that man. was tough. He had to go back against it, his body. It was, but he's got to catch it. bad you got to make a better throw. You're
2: right. The throw had to be better, but. If I'm assigning blame, I'm giving 40 percent to the quarterback and 60 percent to the running. See, back. I would
0: 60. percent I'd flip it. 60 percent. Mm, it coach. hit him in both
2: hands. <laughs> well, why would you? I don't yeah, know you, you, no, 100 percent,
0: coach. I don't I'm know looking, why you take Jonathan Taylor out of that. Game. I, I'm just, I'm like, You know what but, it reminded
2: me of? Was, uh, USC needs one yard to beat Texas in the national championship because it could have run out the clock. They and white. instead of giving it to your Heisman Trophy winner Reggie Bush. Or at least putting Reggie Bush in the field and splitting him out for a decoy. He's standing next to Pete Carroll. Looking around. And Lendell White gets stoned and Texas comes back and wins oh, the national why? championship. oh why? Don't outthink it. He's, that was he, an
4: easy one. He's your man. <laughs> Come on, you had that game done. Think about how we think about it now. Now, we. that's why I say the Texans, they play well. But, but the Colts, you could say they fumbled the bag on that one. Well, remember, the Texans missed the extra point.
2: Yep, I thought so it. they if, did. Boy, if, that if kicker, the Colts, they kept showing the kicker on the sidelines. Yeah. He looked like he was. I'd away Colts, from sharp objects.
0: Right, if the Colts had scored that touchdown, they probably would. Now, there's still
2: time. Stroud could have driven them back, but they, you know, they had a good chance of winning. I, I, here's a question for you. Yeah. If you score that touchdown, uh, how much time was left?
4: There was like a minute. They had really used a, a lot of the clock. Yeah. 105. They was, trying to, they was really trying to get them out of there with a four-minute drive. Yeah. It was a perfect 4 drive. The drive four minute was drive. unbelievable. Yeah. For, perfect four-minute drive.
2: By uh, I know they missed the playoffs, but they're a well-coached team. I In, like the way that team – I Indy? still don't like that decision. Yeah. But there were a
3: lot of decisions during the course of that game. I really like the I'll way be curious coached. to see them next year with Richardson back and healthy. See what they look like. Mm. It'll be –
2: Do you think he can play as well as Minshew played?
3: I don't. I don't know that we saw. He had some moments this year where he looked really it, good.
4: But yeah, that, the fighting Steelers. We have. That's not another.
3: That's another. <laughs> Listen, I'm. I'm done
4: picking the Steelers <laughs> the under five hundred. The but fighting Steelers. You know what? I'm gonna. I feel like we made a o- steel.
0: I feel like we always give the Steelers coach credit, but I got to say this: the Steelers, their quarterback situation is bad, no doubt. They're a more talented team than I've been giving them credit for the last couple of years. This idea that they have no talent is stupid. They're a talented team. Now, I think they're the least talented team in the division, and Mike Tomlin brings them up, but they're not – they're a talented team. They, They have some pretty good talent. On both sides of the ball. And I give Najee Harris credit. To, when he was about to, about to lose that. his Man. job
2: to Jalen Warren, he's played great. The, the best, best thing football. Pittsburgh ever did was put Warren in, in his sphere. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't agree with you more. That guy ran like his job depended on it That's on right. every carry. They, they got two backs. They now, got, does they, anyone they got give two. them a chance in the playoffs? No. 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 Yeah. You know, it's funny. They've got a little bit of what Joe Flacco has going. I think it was you that said last week, Mason Rudolph was was done. He had already – That was right. a DD. They oh, said okay, Mason he, Rudolph already was, like he's interviewing not playing nearly as well as Flacco. No, but he, what what he was the reason the I workforce. bring it up is he's playing no free. No pressure, yeah. And it's so incredible to me how when guys get that last chance, it's what they know is their last chance. Mason even said in the post-game interview, he's like, you know, I didn't expect to be here. I, I thought I was done. I was going to sell insurance. There's something about facing that last breath and knowing that it just didn't happen, his record and his stats for his few starts that he's made are not ugly. I'm surprised Stunning. he took Pittsburgh this they, long they, to say he can do it. Yeah, they Tomlin, got,
0: Tomlin deserves credit. They, they deserve credit. Pickens, but, uh, I think they'll... Pick- They'll go another year without. Pick. A I saw
4: Pickens block Pick, two times. Pickens yeah, right. twice. I saw him block. He has deep threat capability. Deontay a good, good, good ball player. Prior moves solid tight yeah, end. Got, Washington is a, a walking tackle. They listen. I the thing that's going to hurt them. I don't know how long um, JJ or TJ Watt's going to be out. Yeah, that's why yeah. I don't I mean, they think they have no a chance, chance to win. Him. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, why yeah, I think yeah. they
2: don't have a chance in their first round game. Yeah, and you it see, looks like that was a what a grade two. Springs?
3: Yeah, that's it, too. Great, yeah. too. He's yeah, got to miss at least one game. JJ, you, you would think. Oh, yeah, multiple weeks. He'll be yeah. out multiple yeah, weeks. Yeah, you would think. Schefter said, yeah. Schefter said yesterday morning that Tomlin could walk after the season, take a year really? off. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that or not. I didn't see huh. that. Yeah, Schefter that's, said that. That's a that nice move. He's got one year left on his contract, and he's not going to be fired, but it's basically balls in his court. He could walk. He could take a year off. So, what, is pre-charge. that like a,
2: a protest stance for not getting an extension?
3: No, I think it's if he just tells them – everything runs its course at some point. Isn't it just... a good
2: negotiating ploy, though, for him to tell Schefter that or his agent to oh, tell sure. Schefter that yeah. and put that up? Because if I'm the Steelers and I'm Rooney and I'm hearing that he's prepared to do that, I don't know that, you know, I think at that point you write up an extension because would... I'm keeping him. I'm keeping him. I don't care what anybody says. I'm keeping him. I will walk. 17 know? for 17 is, is, yeah. is worth something. You yeah. got to
4: walk, Jay, because look, right? No, did... that's
2: his smart play. I, I, I know. But if he, I'm yeah, the Steelers, yeah. I don't let it get to that point. If I hear that, I call him and say, look, let's sit down and talk about an ex- extension.
4: Even if they give the extension, you got to look at it like this. He did the best he could do with what he got. The quarterback issue is not going to get better. Like, they, like you you, you swung a miss on, on old boy. <laughs> he, he pick it. Now you got Rudolph and you got, I mean, this is not going to work. Like, you, this this is not sustainable, and guess what? Next year you come back, all that goodwill you built up because you get teams to keep playing hard, at some point you're going to have to need a quarterback to really compete,
3: and oh. I don't think you want to go. Russell Wilson's going to be on a new team Russell next year. Russell
2: Wilson will, and also yeah. Chicago has a very, very, probably the most important decision this offseason. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. Is Chicago's court. They've got the first overall pick, and I, I think they've got the sixth or seventh. One, somewhere. One no, I think it dropped a little lower nine. than that. Oh, one and nine. Okay, so they've got to decide, is Justin Fields their guy going forward or not? I have heard that Pittsburgh is very interested if Chicago punts on Justin. Yeah,
3: they'll have a different, one way or another, I think Pittsburgh's going to have a different quarterback next year. Well,
2: here's the amazing stat on Pickett. I think you sent it in the chat last week. Uh, Joe Flacco has as many touchdown passes for the Browns as Pickett has for the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All time.
0: That's right. That's I got, a head spin. I
2: got a good stat with that will like
0: Mike. I just D, uh, DM'd Shoot. you or D, DM'd the show a, uh, a tweet. Did you? Can you put that?
1: We put that up. Yeah, Anthony's not here, so give me a second. Oh, okay, second. my bad. Yeah, I got you. Give me one sec.
0: The it was a good stat. You you know who the last first round rookie quarterback to win a his first playoff game was? Dan just Marino. Stunning to me. No, not that long ago. Okay. But last first, first round.
3: Word. Tebow. No. No, he-
0: Tebow. Oh,
2: that's got to be more recent.
0: Than Mark Sanchez. Players.
3: Oh, wow. Wow.
0: The last four first-round rookie quarterbacks to start a wild game, wild card game, Mac Jones, Lamar, Luck, RG3, have gone 0-4 straight up and against the spread, losing by an average of 15 points per game. RG3, of course, got hurt in that game, but a first-round rookie quarterback hasn't won or covered since Mark Sanchez in 09. I wouldn't have guessed it was that long. Yeah. Well,
2: that speaks to the troubles that rookie quarterbacks have had yeah in the postseason yeah
3: I thought Tebow won his first No, was Tebow, Tebow first was round night, in, though oh was yeah he, was he Tebow's first he wasn't right? it wasn't his rookie season though oh yeah in I,
0: their yeah. rookie season All I don't right. think it was his rookie season okay right I think we guess we'll have to double check I'll well, well, look it up let me do before.
1: a read real quick and, and we do have to talk some casually yeah, with Jason here real quick because after today we probably will speak Nothing but Browns from this point out. But FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook, and there's still time to get in on the action right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed with a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets. Win or lose, the app is easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, including... Live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the Explorer tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find popular parlays and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com UCSS to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. Guys, the Cavs were playing at the same time as the Browns yesterday. Who they made that
2: scheduling flaw? Yeah, the <laughs> same thing Mike
1: Why yesterday. was
2: – that is ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah,
0: Especially with
1: one in town. The one-time Wemby comes, but they beat Wemby. Jared Allen's playing out of his damn mind right now. Crazy block.
4: That block he was blocked crazy. the damn. crap
1: out of Wemby. I'll show that in a sec. But is what they're doing right now sustainable? From what you guys have seen over the last two weeks, they've changed their offensive philosophy. They're playing faster, shooting more threes. Gee, they're winning without Garland and Mobley. They're not better without Garland and Moby, but it's working right now. Is it sustainable?
4: Um. Well, listen, they, they, I, you know, they're <coughs> playing with one big shooters, shooting a lot of threes. Um, I, I'll give credit where credit is due. You know, I'd be, I'd be tough on Jared Allen. But for the last, I would say, month, month and a half, Jared Allen has been playing well. He's been dunking everything by the rim. He's been aggressive. Uh, he's had games where he had 16, 17, 18, almost 20 points in the first half. Um, you know, he's back to looking like, you know, what, what Jared Allen looked like before they drafted Evan Mobley. And I think this is a gift and a curse because what it what it says is you you can only really play one of them together. That's my point, too. <laughs> you can only play one of them together. And Evan Mobley is, is, is a, has more upside, so it puts you in a position where it's like, okay, can you bring him off the does bench?
2: He, does he have more upside?
4: We thought he did. Because
2: I got to tell you, and Jason, I'm really curious to see where you're thinking, and I love what you said. My point on all of this is they're kind of the same guy, and I think for me, I'm wondering now how much has Mobley stunted Allen's growth. <laughs> Not the vice versa. No, that was a no. Well, listen. That's Allen. <laughs> listen, has <laughs> Mobley stunted? Go ahead. But no, I'm flipping it because <laughs> the
1: ultimate zag. I
2: like yes, yes, but I like wow. what I've seen. <laughs> Out of Allen without Mobley in there. And I got to tell you, I've seen Mobley enough without Allen in there. Don't look the same. I mean, I know it defies what our initial logical statement was, is that right. Mobley's going to be the guy for this team. But I think I've changed my thinking on that. And I, I'm not, I don't know. Is, is, is Mobley still well enough thought of around the league that you could move him and get a nice package?
3: I don't think they're moving either one of them. Although I do agree. The, the problem, it's always been the plan was always a big in the middle and four shooters around him. Like, that's how you play. And it was just, I, I've written it a hundred times. Was, the thought was always, it's it's Mobley. It's the Mobley's in the middle with four shooters around him. That's when this team's going to be at its best. Jared's done really, really well. He's only 25. Like, you know, it's not it's like not he's fair. an old man. He's wow. only 25. He
0: seems so much. Yeah. I would have guessed he was much
3: older than that. That's and, funny. And Evan's 22. So there's not a big age gap there. I do think they're going to have a hard time offensively playing them together. I don't know if that's sustainable for the for the long term, but this run that they're on and and Jared's playing out of his mind. He's he's you know he's playing great.
0: Last eleven games, Jared Allen is averaging nineteen point four points and thirteen point two rebounds. Well, I think we, we did have the graphic. Of did that, you right? have? Is that what yeah. you said?
1: I, I had last ten games. Yeah, last 10 games. Yeah,
0: you I added an
2: eleventh. The numbers are virtually the same.
0: Well, he's for twenty five th- in eleven games. He, yeah, so, he's, he's I playing, mean, it's just, even better if you go eleven guys, games. <laughs> like
2: if you put if you put a cover over the player's picture and name, and you just show me those numbers yeah. and told me that they were Mobleys, I'd be. You know what I would say? It's about damn time. Right. Yeah. I, and the, so uh, I'm, I'm beginning to ask the question: It's possible we've had it wrong. It wouldn't be the first time in sports that we've everybody got it wrong. I just I don't know. I don't think that this team can play the two of them together successfully through a playoff run i think it's either or and i've seen and it's a small small sample size but i really like the way this team plays they play differently i i I don't know that they are better i'm not sure but i i would be okay if they got a nice package for mobley and decided that this is our this is what we're going to look like moving forward but what makes that tricky also is that you know you're probably gonna have to trade donovan mitchell well i don't know that I'm not operating this scenario under yeah. that premise. Well, but because bull, yeah. if they move forward, if they if they were to trade Mobley and got a really nice package, and I mean a serviceable play, serviceable player right now, and maybe a draft pick, I, I think I would like to see a playoff run with Allen as the right. key big, and whatever piece they could get in a Mobley trade and Donovan Mitchell. I, I
4: just think they're they hey, look better hey, to me. Hey, can I can I, what, what what can I get? If, if if we moved Donovan Mitchell and Mobley to the Lakers, oh now see oh, that my changes goodness, my scenario. Yeah. No no to the Lakers. I want LeBron and Reeves. Well, no
1: that the Lakers wouldn't take they, they would to pair with Davis. That doesn't make sense from there. No, well, you're look, making my head explode. So I,
4: I'm trying to figure out what's on this team <laughs> constituted. I need to get LeBron back. Well, we could get him for nothing He's after a free the season. Agent after
3: the year, it's just so gap, I wouldn't give up. Oh. That
4: yeah, this is his last. Year. And he looks miserable too, Jason.
3: Well, he what did this, he say yesterday? We suck. I mean, it's, it's what time? It's January, so this is time for LeBron to start. Sure, and he already has. Did you
0: see the awkward interaction he had with some far? It was hilarious. It was that was hilarious. Hilarious. I didn't see it. What happened? He was actually not. He didn't like go off on him or anything. No. Le- so summer, this is coming up, like I don't. I guess the Lakers got killed. They were playing like crap. He was in a terrible mood. And some reporter I probably an international from international guy, right? international guy, asked him
3: about Ricky Rubio. He was sent there oh, with one on, assignment. Oh, oh. You he know how to it quote is. On Ricky they're, Rubio. They're, cool. you're, you're sent in the locker room, <laughs> <laughs> get LeBron to talk yeah. about Rubio. Oh. And they say one more question and this poor guy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. LeBron handled it nicely. It's probably the first time he's been in an NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and LeBron's like, I'm not really in the mood to talk about it, and he said a couple no of nice things. To Ricky. Do your feature story another time. He goes, Ricky, if you see this video, you know I'm pissed off, and it's not you. It's it's <laughs> this guy's got bad timing for asking me this style. That's it's, a good way to handle it. It's, yeah. I mean, he's always on. He's always on and understands. It was funny. Yeah, that's but, a, ba- a bad yeah. job out of the reporter. Yeah. But, but you, JB was saying the other night that like. You know, he's, he's old school. He, he doesn't hide the fact. He doesn't really love all the analytics of just jack threes. But with the injury situation that they're in, that's the way they're playing now. They you just have to do run it. out in jack threes. Yeah. And it's working for them to, to this point. When you say things like, is it sustainable? I look at playoff success. Like, yeah. that's all that matters is playoff success. Can you win in the playoffs with just Jared Allen and Evan, not Evan Mobley? No. I think you need both of those guys. But I don't know how well they fit together. They're going to have to figure out a way, if you want to start them together, to, to get time with them off the floor to where it's one of them with four shooters around them. That's their best chance, let me, let me, I believe, of success. Let me ask
2: it this way. If we were to rate on a 1 to 10 how the two gel together when they're on the floor at the same time, where is that experiment and that continuum right well, now? Well,
3: defensively they're great. No, like, def- I know defensively, defensively they're great, but
2: that was we, we saw that that didn't carry over to the playoffs. It did not,
3: and and part of it also was that the the Okoro piece there had nobody there. Right. They fixed that to where there's at least there's at least you can put three shooters on the floor with the two of them that the other team has to guard. But so where are they?
2: Is, that, is this as is it is a six? Is it yeah. a seven?
3: On a one to ten scale yeah. of of what success in the playoffs?
2: No, if you had to judge how this has gone so far with the two of them together, five, six. Mobley and Allen. I, that's where I am. I'm like a five at it for maybe maybe I can be pushed up to a six because yeah. at times I say, oh, it can work. That that yeah. looked really well, good. The reason, but
3: overall, no. The reason why it has sputtered is because Mobley's three point shot never really developed. No, that's a big part of it. And if Mobley's three point shot came along, we're having an entirely different conversation because now it's. Allen with four shooters, and Mobley's one of those shooters. Right. But I think that the Cavs have sort of sunset that idea for now of, listen, it's just not there. And another thing, and I know we've talked about this before, when you talk about Mobley's development and growth, I 100% believe some of it has been stunted by the fact he's on a good team that's trying to win. Sure. And when you're taking the position he is, nine times out of 10, 99 times out of 100, you're on a bad team. And they're feeding you the ball, and you're kind of getting your feet about you, and you're kind of learning what works and what doesn't. Scotty Barnes. And the Cavs <laughs> don't have that luxury. It's not a luxury. It's a good situation they're in. Yeah. They're trying to win. Yeah. But at the the expense of that is the growth rate of a guy like Evan Mobley may be a little bit slower. Isn't some of that on him because, though. Well, but it's the the priority is not developing Evan Mobley. The priority is winning basketball games, mm. and a lot of times that's not the case when you take a guy right. third overall. The priority is, hey, we're not going to be good for a couple of years. Let's develop this guy. And
2: one conflicts with the other. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
3: Think, we got to give JB some credit. He
0: people have been crapping oh, on sure. him all year. Yeah. They've
3: won. I know they've played a lot of bad rumors teams, have but they've won eight of on, eleven. Rumors have been hot on him since yeah. prior to the season that he wasn't going to make it. He, he wasn't going to make it. He's made great adjustments here, here with the
0: injuries, and they've won eight of eleven. I mean, we
3: I, talk about the Browns and the job Kevin Stefanski's done. JB's yeah. done the exact same thing. They lost Darius. They lost Mobley. Donovan's been in and out. And they keep winning games. Yeah.
0: Now, as you said, none of it matters if they go out in the first round of the playoffs That's again. Right. But they're playing, they're playing well, and they're what? They're a three-way tie for fourth or whatever in the East. Three-way tie for fourth. Yep. Right. They're only. I think they're only a game and a half out of third. Two and a half. But yeah. Two and a half. Right.
1: Can I push back a little bit on the Moby thing, Jason? Sure. There are certain players who, just by their natural development, force the coaching staff and their teammates to get them more involved. I look at Austin Reeves as an example. Yep. In L.A., on a winning team. Yep. He was an undrafted guy. Alex Crusoe with the Lakers as well a couple of years ago. Yep. And played so well where they had to incorporate them in the offense more because it would be basketball malpractice not to. Evan Mobley hasn't taken the steps to where Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Bickerstaff, whoever's making those decisions have forced him into more of an offensive decision-maker position. And I do think that's where you can – look at the Cavs and Mobley and be like, "And hey, we expect a little more in year three from a guy. Now, yeah, he's been hurt, and his offensive numbers have been better this season, but even when he was playing with or without Allen, he was never a focal point in the offense like some other guys who have forced their way into That's a good point. being played.
2: I think his game looks just like it did. The, and the, I expected, this, particularly this year, I expected there to be a noticeable jump, and well, I didn't see it.
3: It's For me, it comes down to the lack of the three-point shot. That's that's a that's an absolute game changer.
2: Have they punted on that idea, by the way? Because I think they should. I, and that's why him and Allen can't play together, right, well, in the that's playoffs. What,
3: that's what makes it difficult to play because you're just – there's no room. The the lane is congested. You know, I mean, the championship years, they were at their best because you had ball-dominant creators who could drive and kick, get in the lane, collapse the defense, and kick to the shooters. Channing Frye standing there in the corner with his feet set, he's going to hit it 50% of the time. <clears throat> And but, but when the lane is congested and you there's nowhere and we saw that in the playoffs last year there was nowhere for Donovan and Darius to go because there you had five people on the floor you had you had Mobley you had Jarrett you had the two guys guarding him and you had the guy who's guarding Isaac or whoever else so there's five guys there was nowhere for those guys to go the, excuse me the lack of the three point shot for Evan I think is probably for me the biggest disappointment in the in the lack of growth that we That I I thought he'd have by now. I thought he would be a more confident. Do you see them making a move? No, no. At the deadline, like like, yeah, there's nothing they could do that's going to make Donovan Mitchell Uh, change his mind about being here, right? No. Win, win, win at a high level. Win, even that mean. I mean, Kawhi Leonard won a championship and still left Toronto. Yeah, that's true. If a guy wants to go, he wants to go, and there's nothing you can do about that. And that's that's so that affects
0: you. Whether you like,
3: in theory.
0: If you could turn Evan Mobley into some good veterans that could give you a great, a, a much better chance, you might do it if, if Donovan Mitchell was all in. I, they're but not
1: trading Mobley for the yeah, right. They're, they're, they're not trading not, Mobley in any scenario. He's they not are going
3: not here. trading Mobley. They're not trading Garland. So
2: five years from now, we're going to look down the road and say, oh, it, it was worth it. He delivered the championship. We thought he could. Well,
3: I think that they're looking at this. They're not even looking at this as Donovan being a core long-term piece. But I think they are absolutely looking at Garland and Mobley And Jarrett is now now the the,
4: the difficult part about it is I don't I don't know if there is Garland it's projection like you're projecting that this guy is going to be as good as he is like Evan Mobley if you look at it if you watched him play at USC he's not fluent like that like he's not bold bold he he doesn't have I don't even think he has a skill set like Thon maker. And these guys aren't that good. Or Chet Holmgren, those guys shoot threes fluently. We're not even going to talk about Wimby, right? You go. Look, who's the kid in uh, with the Rockets? That guy. Sang-oon. Yeah, Sangoon. These guys pull up natural. Pull up jumpers. These guys take it off the dribble, left hand, right hand, hooks, whatever you want. I see Wimby go behind his back. I said, oh, goodness. Evan Mobley is still a two-dribble robot type. Did you just put Thon Maker in the, the same sentence as Chet Holmgren? Well, skill set. Well, I'm am saying he can dribble and shoot. Like I'm not saying Jason's defense. Like I'm not saying this guy is great. I was, I, saying, I, you raised my eyebrows when you said like, that. Like,
3: like if you if when you, you start the, with Bull Bull and Thon Maker and then you pivot to <laughs> Wemby and Chenon. Yeah. I mean,
4: but if you if you roll the ball out to him in a gym and tell him to shoot hundred jumpers, they'll be like wow, these guys are seven footers hitting these jumpers. What I'm saying is skill set wise, Mobley hasn't shown me like that he even has that in his package. That's not in his tool bag. Do you think right
0: now, if, if it had been Allen that was out instead of Mobley, that Mobley would be putting up these kind of numbers?
3: Probably not to that we, extent. We've seen
2: that. We've seen him for stretches without
0: Allen. He has
3: been dominant for stretches. He has. I don't know
0: about But with 19, this 13, exact group, like no Garland and no Allen, just Mitchell and, and Mobley and the shooters.
4: He's been more aggressive. I think Jared Allen has been
3: way more aggressive than Evan Mobley. I think Jared. I think Jared needed this. after, yeah. after I do too. The for his season ended. I think he needed Jay, a stretch like this. Um, I'm I'm somewhat
2: confused because do we do do we all agree that they can't make deep runs with the two of them together playing as they are uh, now? Mobley and Allen. Yeah, I I don't think they can. I mean, maybe I'm in the minority here. Do How did you, guys can you think? have two? I they're mean, two, this, two guys two. who don't shoot.
1: And I'm not fully writing it off yet, but I don't love the prospect. So
2: here's what – I'm trying to get you on the progression here. You're saying, oh, that's a non-starter. There's no way they're trading them. And that's probably true. I'm just asking the question, should it be investigated? And the first question you have to ask before you get to that point is, can we win together, either with or without Mitchell? That's irrelevant to me. Can these two guys carry a team deep into the playoffs, the way they're currently playing. Maybe it's premature, but my answer to that is no. And if it is a no, the next question in the continuum is,
4: so which one goes? I I think they could win that way if both of them are playing, like, top five defensive bigs. No,
2: I Uh, I agree with that. If they play
4: (coughs) to that level, you can make some stuff up offensively. We're all going to get sick from Jason now.
2: Yeah, during the course of this show, it feels like you're really starting to go downhill fast. Uh, I'll be fine. Okay. I'll
3: be fine. Some place um, hurt. Now, now I lost my train of thought. Thanks. Okay, so
2: what I was saying is is the next question here. Yeah. First question is, do we think these two can carry the Cavs deep into the playoffs? Well, you need and el- I
3: don't. You need elite shooters at the other three spots. Like you need really, really good shooting at the other three spots. Right. If you're going to and I think they've improved together. their shooting, and but they they we're have. not elite. Well, I mean, I'm not talking Steph Curry elite, but like. Darius and Donovan are pretty good shooters. Max is a pretty good shooter. George and Yang's... like you need. I think they're all pretty good. The yeah, three guys you yeah. mentioned, but they're not elite. Well, no, maybe I phrased it wrong. You just need three guys who can who can really shoot. Just, you just can need really shoot. You okay, so so your answer then to the question
2: is yes, they can make a deep playoff run with these two guys,
3: with I the know. shooters I, they have. I, see, because I can't take. I, there's so much at, at, at play here, and the Donovan thing is a completely different conversation. It is. And, and so it's hard for me to, like, separate one from the other because the Donovan thing impacts everything else. and It does, but would you agree that winning gives you a much better chance of keeping him long-term?
2: See, I think this is more urgent than two, three years down the road, and here's why. We don't want this experiment with Donovan to end after a first-round playoff exit this year. And he said, it just didn't develop like I thought it would. I thought this was going to be a place where we could have success. It didn't happen. And for that, I'm going to Brooklyn. So I'm just trying to get ahead of that storm. That's coming. I I feel it is. So I'm trying to get ahead of that storm. And what I'm asking, and this is a serious organizational question. Mike says they're not willing to have that conversation. What I would be doing as an organization is saying, we've got a couple months to get this right to keep the peace. So... What do we get for a package for either or? And well,
3: Mobley's going. Mobley would bring back more than Jared. I Allen. think
2: he'd bring a ton. I mean, let,
3: Jared's making twenty million a year. Mobley's on yeah. a rookie deal. Jason,
2: right. let me ask
0: you, you and Mike, this. You guys both said no, they're not going to trade him. Not going to trade him. They're not. Gonna are gonna you saying him. that because you just don't think they're going to trade him, or are you saying that because you don't think they should trade him?
3: Both. Both. Yeah, I don't think they should trade him. I, I still think the upside's too high. So then Mobley.
2: they can get to where they want to go. Ultimately, they can win a championship with. Mobley and Allen together. you say all that. And,
3: and again, like, well, no, here's the thing, because I, I said he this said. on the radio the other day. It's an either or. There's, there's, two, there's two tracks here. There's the track the Cavs are on with Donovan, and then there's this other track. Right. Like, Evan Mobley in five years could be a monster. Like, he could, he could be an impact, high-level, number one player on a championship team. Darius could be great. They could be awesome. Donovan's going to be long gone by then. So then why not trade Donovan, then?
0: Fair that's question. A fair question. I mean, if that's...
3: That's a fair question. I think
0: you either have to trade Donovan or have to trade Mobley. I one agree. or the other. I, I agree with that
4: 100%. We all know. We be playing dumb. Yeah. We all know how this ends. We've had LeBron and Kyrie. What are you guys talking about? Like, they, LeBron made his mind up when he was like five he was going to leave. Kyrie was always leaving. He's going to continue to leave. It, listen, Kawhi Leonard won a championship.
3: And was like, peace out, homie. I'm going back to LA. We know where this ends, so just get in front of it and get some pieces. And that's another reason why you don't trade Mobley is because you control him for another what? With a rookie extension,
1: six years. Six.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You've you've got Donovan for a year and a half. You've got Mobley for six years. So, and if you trade Mobley and then you lose Donovan, now where are you? So I think that so it's it's a non-starter. The, the mo- question is Mobley the one bull. Yeah. I mean you
2: could- because if that's the case and it is, then. I, I just think long term. We all know what's coming. Yeah, this dude is out. It's coming. The problem is, can you get like? Do the Nets have a
0: package that would? be He's worth a rental for, it for four months. I
3: don't know that. I I don't know what he's going to bring back. It's not going to be anything close to what the Cavs gave up, and that's another reason why yeah. maybe you hold on to him at least through this year and try and make a deep run, and then reassess your your but options. If after he that.
2: walks at the end. No, he's well, got he's got one, one he's more not,
0: year. He's in. got, he's one, got more one more year. Okay,
5: so
2: do you think that he plays for the Cavs next year? No. I don't either. No. So I just think we're kicking the can down the road.
3: Do it. Yeah. Because you're going to get more if you do it now. The, the upside to doing it now is he would be the best, the biggest name on the market. There yep. is no other big star available.
5: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
3: There's not so many teams have already traded away all of their trade assets, draft assets. I mean, Miami would be in. Maybe Brooklyn is in. Maybe I don't know that it's a guarantee. What do you get? Them. What is,
0: does Brooklyn have a package that the Cavs would be interested in? Yes, we want bridges. They do. Mike? Brooklyn
3: has. I mean, they, got, a ton they
1: got all the picks from the KD trade. That's it. Oh,
3: okay. Brooklyn just took all of Phoenix's picks when they traded KD. So they've got what the Cavs right. are looking for. Miami can't put together a great package, but I'm sure they would be in on them. So it's I, I think it's something that you have to look at. Yeah, do you think I, they I will do. do it? No. Make a move like that? I don't think that they see
2: will. as a fan. I mean, we've talked about <sighs> this crazy. in theory a lot.
3: Be bold. Make the yeah.
2: moves. They made well, the they move did. with Donovan. They, they made were it, bold. but I think we've all realized that didn't yeah. work out. Same with the Deshaun thing. Bold, big, go. You know that hasn't worked out. Yeah. They got they're where they are now in spite of that move. So I yeah. you know I I think once you realize that this isn't the mix. Then don't keep playing the hand. Fold and get a new hand.
3: Well, they would say, "We've had eleven games together with our starters. How do we know what is and what isn't?" I get that, and I think that's a fair point.
2: Yeah. All right, we got a little limited got time. got a
1: couple for super, super chats. chats here in the final minutes. James Cosby said, "Do you think Schwartz and our defense has a few wrinkles, saved for the playoffs?" I think G alluded to that earlier mm-hmm. with Miles Garrett and saving some stuff, not showing anything on tape in Week 18. DB Dog 21 said. The key is, can Stroud do it again after DCs have a full season of film on him to analyze what his strengths are? They will make him have to adjust his game. SCR says, who can we expect to get off IR this week? Jason, you said Delpit. Is anyone else scheduled to come off?
3: Uh, of IR? No. No. Del- and I, I don't think Delpit's – Zach Jackson said this morning he thinks Delpit's probably another week or two away. Mm. But he is eligible to come off the IR this week.
1: Dominic Stewart, I see your super chat. It's part of my McNuggets five stats. So, Dominic, I'll give you a shout-out when we do the five <laughs> stats. It's a great stat. It's killer. Dominic Stewart, kudos. It's part of my five stats. I'm going to save that Does for another day. Does he get credit for this stat? Like, uh, Yeah, I mean, he sent it. It's, so it's something we talked about last time. you've seen it, and you
2: like, like it so much that you're going to put it in It here. was. I do some pre-research on oh, the so five it was stats. Oh, already it's in there. in there,
1: but it's a phenomenal stat. Dominic kudos we see it good job it has to do with Stefanski great research and then Daryl our guy said in Flacco we trust Brown to the Super Bowl UCSS is the best who cares about the rest Kool-Aid Mafia love you guys love you Daryl and also Dominic great stat great stat I see you what's it what's it pertain to about Stefanski and and the Texans oh okay interesting all right very good we got a minute 20 overtime previewing the national championship G Bush I know you got a run Mm-hmm. But Michigan-Washington will go a little more in-depth. And I got in a car accident this weekend. I've been getting blown up by uh, phone calls asking if I'm injured. What happened? Some idiot re-randed me. You, I'm what, fine. Was it, what, was it like you were sitting still and he hit you? No, I was turning into a, a driveway, and he tried to come around me and hit me. Going pretty good to do a lot of damage? Yeah. I got to bring my car to the inspector today at 430, so yeah. I was able to drive it. No dings, nothing? Oh, it definitely got dinged up. It definitely. Yeah, there's some damage. But I'm fine. What about you? I'm fine. I mean, I'm, I'm never good, but. Yeah, sure, your neck isn't sore? Well, that, that's what I want to talk about in overtime. <laughs> that's what I want to talk about in overtime. Yeah. I've gotten so many calls from the insurance injury claims people. Yeah,
2: boy, they go in hard. I was I,
1: telling Bull this morning, and I got three calls while I was literally telling Bull. It was crazy. And no, I
2: got T-Bone, you guys know this, oh, yeah. a, a little more than a year ago. My car was totaled, every airbag in the car went off. And the cops said, we're going to transport you to the hospital. I'm laughing. I'm like, no, I got to be on you the walked, air two you minutes. to the show. I walked to the show. I had the the insurance company from the woman that hit me called me 15 times at least. Are you sure you're okay? You good? I'm good. I'm fine. Nothing. I'm fine. Talk about it. No no tea.
1: Peace.